tribulation no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 25, from verse number 1. So then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. But the wives took oil in their vessels with their lambs. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. And all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, Say, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, As surely I say to you, I do not know you. What therefore? For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. I'm preaching on a message which I've titled, I have done part one, part two, um, on the titled, Are You Ready? Or how ready are you? Or are you ready? The question is, wherever you are now in life, is a journey and it's a transition. But my question here is, have you really prepared enough for the next level of God for your life? Have you really prepared enough for the next level of God for your life? When God poses a question, it means that he has an answer. Don't be in a hurry to answer God whenever God questions you. Because when God asks Ezekiel, that can this dry bones live again? God has answered already. So Ezekiel said, God, thou knowest. And truly when he said that, God provided the answer. Anytime God asks you a question, he has an answer for you already. And let me tell you this. Your victory is not far away from you. Your victory is always closer to you than you think. The solutions to your problem are closer to you. They are not far away from you. But the challenge most times is that we don't even see it. Hello? The, sh- the woman whose husband was a prophet in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4 did not even know that the solution she's looking for was a little oil in her house. In fact, she never thought she has anything until the prophet said that, what do you have in your house? And he thought the prophet was just... <laughs> Asking her a question that is not far is an answer which is far fetched. And said, I don't have anything there, but a little oil. The word but simply suggests that she doesn't even trust that that oil has anything to offer. But that little thing that she didn't see as an answer 
is what actually provided the answer. There is something you consider little, but that is where your answer is. There's something you consider that it cannot work, but that is where the solution is. Sometimes the solution is around you, but you despise it. The story I just read, I gave you before the women's conference, I gave you the dimensions of it. And I said that there are similarities and there are differences. The similarities you can find here is that they were all virgins. He started by saying that there were 10 virgins. Somebody said 10 virgins. He didn't say 5 virgins, 10 virgins. Which means that they were all alike. They were all alike. They were all described with the same qualification as virgins. 10. But as you go along, they now classified 5 to be foolish and 5 to be wise. Why? And I told you that the virgins simply means that all of them are what? Purity. Innocence. When he says something is also virgin, it means that it is opportunity. The opportunity is vast. A virgin land means that it's a productive land. Amen. A virgin economy, which means that our economy is an economy that when you enter into it, you can make great impact or succeed. So virgin talks about enormous opportunities or avenues, whether in the finance sector or whatever it is. So it's virgin. So, it means that all of them have equal opportunities. Equal opportunities. And God gave everybody equal opportunity. Both the black and the white. How many of you believe that? And how many of you know that? Everybody has inherited a forest. The only difference is that God put brains in our heads. Others develop their brains into advancement and others develop their brains into victimization. We choose what we want. As a South African, I told South Africans that, can I be real with them? They said yes. And I said, let me tell you something. That we were all colonized at one point or the other. But the colonial master did not take our brains away. Show me which colonial master took your brain away. But up to today, do they control our minds? Yes. Because you choose who you control. We all have opportunities, but how do you convert those opportunities into advantages for you? I have met people who always say that I never had anything. If I had something, I would have been better today. Have you met something? Somebody like that? Oh, if my mother would have been rich or my father would have been rich, that is not where I would have been today. And yet you have met people whose parents were also wealthy and they were rich. And today their life is also not better. So what about those ones too? They had all the opportunities. Alright? But at the end of the day, today, some of you, you know them. They even will come to you to beg for you to give them money. But you know their parents. And you know those days that when you go to you were going to school, they cannot even come close. Or you don't even come near. Because whilst you are walking and trekking to school, they will come with car. Hello? Whilst you are even believing on, they will come with car and do a tree understand? They will do a tree and when they finish, they even spread the money and then all the guests are following. 
you 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 serve them to eat something hello but today you are giving them money to eat i'm not forget what i'm talking about so the issue is not about if i had a better startup the issue is about how you position yourself There are people who were not educated. But today they have employed the most sophisticated and higher educated people who are working for them and they are paying them. They are doing well. And there are people who have all the PADs. Triple masters. Triple PADs. And yet still life is not better. So it's not about education. It's about how you position yourself. How do you process your life? We can all have a virgin land. Virgin life. Virgin everything. But at the end of the day, how well do we transit with that which God has given us? The question is, what do you do with what you have? What you have might not be big, but you can do something with it. I have met people who say that, Pastor, I am fasting and praying. I've stopped everything. I don't even want to work. I am gathering money because I want to travel to America. Or to go to the, to Britain, to Holland, to wherever. And I know when I get there, life will be better. I don't begrudge you. I don't have a problem. Maybe it will be. No worries, because I don't know what God told you. But I just want you to know that locations does not produce a blessing. It takes a blessing. And I say it again. Location does not produce a blessing. It takes a person. If your attitude is wrong, anywhere you go, it will be wrong. You can still be in Buckingham Palace and be poor. Are you, are you following what I'm sharing with you this morning? So it is not about the location. People will say that if I work in an oil industry, I'll be rich. There are people who are working in oil industry and they are still poor. And there are people who are not working in an oil industry. You know where they are working? They are working at Katamanto. Abosokai. And they are richer than somebody working in an oil industry. Bet me. So, it is important for us to know that we, human, are the assets. And the more we work on ourselves and develop ourselves, the better we become. And so, he's talking about a kingdom, and a kingdom as a king, he has a domain. And a kingdom as a culture is as a ways by which things are done. Which means that for every area you find yourself as a human being, there are things that you go through or there are things that are expected you to do. When you get it right, you get the results right. When you get it right, you get the results right. And one of the critical things for you to get is information. Because information helps to lessen your burden. And I told you last week, let me, the week before, 
that not only that they were virgin, but when you go further, they all have oil. Say oil. Say oil. And they all have lambs. Say lambs. Now the oil is the enabler. The oil can be equated as anointing. It can also be shown as capacity. The oil also represents what? Capacity. The ability to contain, to have more, is their capacity. So all of them have some sort of capacity. They have an oil. Something that brings an influence in their life. They all have something to show. If it is school, they've all gone to school. Hello? If it is degree-wise, they all have degrees. Hello? If it is PA, they all have PAD. If it's age-wise, they are all old enough. So they have the capacity. They have the oil. Tell somebody they have the oil. Tell somebody they have the oil. If it is money, they all have money. They have oil. Hello? They have oil. And they have lambs. The lamb is a vessel. They all have a prepared lamb. They have a lamb. Which gives the light that they were looking for. They all have lambs. And the lamb, I told you, is also like a container or it is something that contains or receives something. So they have the avenue. They have the, 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 the environment the enabling environment for that oil to trial because the oil will need the lamp to burn. Is that alright? So they have the enabling environment to be able to translate their oil into their lamp for their lamp to burn very well. All of them have that, that thing. The next thing all of them have is not only the lamp, the oil, and their virginity, but they also all of them were waiting for a common goal. They were waiting for the bridegroom. In other words, all of them have the same expectation. All of them were projecting themselves for the same thing. They were looking up to the same thing. They were believing God for the same thing. They were going for the same thing. In fact, they were all there because the bridegroom is coming. So they are all there to look for the same job. They are all there in the same market to be able to do business in that same market. As businessmen, they were all in the same market. In the marketplace, as politicians, they are all there fighting and varying for position and power. As, 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 as pastors, they are all there preaching to congregation, doing it as, as, as whatever you can name it. They are all there doing or expecting something. They all have a higher expectation. You can't tell them that they didn't have an expectation. All of them had an expectation. Who is here that does not have an expectation? In fact, even the lazy person has an expectation. My mother used to say, those days when she's calling us and we're sleeping, and you hit us, say, get up and go and do it. He said, he said, listen, don't be like the lizard. He said, the lizard will always say that he will build a house whenever he sees that there's going to be rain. But the next day, when the rains are over, he forgets about building. A lizard doesn't have a house. Have you ever seen a lizard who has a So, and, and, and have you met somebody who is not going nowhere but the person is speaking big? Oh, come on, talk to me. Don't let me feel like I'm the only one here. When you sit with the person that thinks he's going to talk about, he can brag. Look, he can tell you that he even sat with Big Gates right now. They finished eating before he's even meeting you. How many of you have met them? And especially the ladies who want to be robbed. They will give it to them before you know they are excited following this guy. And yet the guy went and borrowed somebody's car. The suit is worried. He has even borrowed. In fact, he's able to negotiate where even the room he's taking you to is a borrowed room. 
and the lady will be walking with confidence and they have nice complimentary cards. If they are businesses to all over the world, they are CEOs with that portfolio. So everybody has an expectation. In fact, even the dead, when he dies, he still believes he will live. So all of them have an expectation. Nobody could take it away from them. When you go further, you realize that not only that, but they all slumbered and slept. In other words, they all got tired. They all got tired. Don't we all get tired? So it means that it is common. These things are common to them. They all get tired. We all get tired. Tired of life. Tired of business. Tired of this. Tired of that. They all got tired. And above all, they all needed rest. You can't cheat nature. They rested. And I said last that sleep is free. If you are not able to sleep, then it means there is a challenge. That's not it. Yes, but sleep is free. Even animals sleep. I was at a zoo. Anytime I travel, I want to look at nature. So I thought, when I was in Kenya, I went to the safari to go and look at the animals there, the hyenas, the tigers, the lions, and I observed something that I was in the afternoon sleeping. And I said, why are they sleeping? That they sleep in the afternoon and they work in the night. I said, wow. And they fast. How many of you know that animals fast? He said they go for three days without eating. Fast. What? And then we, when they say fast, it's a challenge. (laughs) So it is common. And they all get tired. You get tired. So you cannot say that somebody is not tired and I'm, no, no, no. It is common to all of us. Who is here that doesn't get tired? But who is here that gets tired? So, so, listen, it is said that if you don't even want to work, you will still get tired. But how long can you even be in bed sleeping? <laughs> if he said, I will punish them. I will sleep from morning to night. Look, at a certain point, you get tired. You wake up. <laughs> He said, refusing to decide itself is a decision. I am making this message simple for you to understand because I'm challenging you. I'm bringing you to a point. So all of them get tired. Everybody gets tired in this world. So don't make your situation peculiar to think that you are the only one that gets tired. Everybody gets tired. The rich and the poor, the old and the young, they all get tired. Haven't you heard your child, your little boy, that is going to tell you, mommy, I'm tired. He said, ah, but what work did you do that you are tired? And to the boy is tired. He will see behind the book like he's writing, sleeping. Said, what do you do? I said, mommy, I'm tired. Yes, you are tired. So, it is important for all of us to realize that tiredness is common to everybody. So, stop complaining of your tiredness. Because the issue is not about the tiredness and the sleeping. But there is a midnight hour. Tell somebody there is a midnight hour. Tell someone there's a midnight hour. You see, the midnight hour is the decision point. It's the point of transition. It's the point where the difference are made. But the question is that how prepared are you for your midnight? 
The day is common to everybody, but at the midnight hour, do you have enough oil to be able to sustain yourself? The midnight hour is the critical thing. Proverbs 24.10 project, he said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Proverbs 24.10 If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. You see, your resource base, your strength is determined at the midnight hour. How prepared you are will be determined by the midnight hour. And the midnight hour is the hour when everything is shut down. When the very thing you are expecting is not coming in. When you are now at an old age that your, your, your youthful exuberance and energy is no more there to carry you. Your midnight hour is when all the friends you have are no more around you. Your midnight hour is that time where everything around you is silent and is quiet. And then you hear the bridegroom coming, the thing you have been waiting for all these years. Now, it is knocking at your door. Do you have enough oil to be able to meet that thing? You have believed God for the contract. You have believed God for the marriage. You have believed God for that breakthrough. You have believed God. You have fasted for it. You have sowed seed for it. You have done everything for it. Now the time has come for that thing to come into your hands. And here you are. You don't have the strength. You can go for that. Midnight hour. And at least take years to prepare for one race of just 100 meters. But it took years. Sacrifice on a diet. That's everything. Then on that day, he stands in the track and he pulls a muzzle. For the midnight hour. That day when he stood in the track that he needs to run, that is when, when he started, he had a sharp pain. Because he didn't warm up well. He didn't have enough oil to lubricate his system. All the years of waiting, all the years of sacrifice, all the years of denials, now is the hour he fails to do it. May the Lord deliver us from that hour. Oh, he didn't hear. I said, may the Lord deliver us from that hour. I don't know about you after you have studied all the studies you have done and then you went into the examination room on that day. And you don't have the capacity and the energy to write that paper. How disappointed you become. When you walk out, the day is ruined. You have waited for the job. You send in applications upon applications. Fasted and prayed for it. And you have been invited for an interview. You got into the interview. The panel sits there and you get were frozen. You couldn't even answer one word. Then you walked out. The job came. And you know it now. How will you feel? A lot of us have gotten opportunities. And opportunities slip out of our hands. And we will prepare. We will go around and prepare again and come back. And the opportunity will still go. 
will bind the devil, yes, because he has already set himself up for that. But the truth of the matter is that there is something we are not observing. And that's where the difference was. Five were foolish and five were wise. Why were they foolish? Foolish, like I told you last week, is because they lack planning and foresight. Don't live life as if tomorrow will never come. Live life with tomorrow in mind. Have a foresight. Think of tomorrow. Plan your life. Planning is key. The ant plans. He knows that there is a time which there will be a drought season. I can't get anything. But during rainy season, something will come. So let me save it. You see, when you hear the word foolish in the Bible, it's not an insult. And today, let me explain. It's not an insult. What it means both in the Greek and the Hebrew is that you, you had information which you did not use. So anytime you have an information which you should have used to your advantage and you do not use, they say you are foolish. It is not when you are, you don't know, know it. But when you know it, so the Bible says that if you know the right thing and you do not do it, it's a sin. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.